1967, Roland Barthes wrote La Mort de l'Auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author. Hello and welcome to Kill the Author. We're back. Episode 12. Episode 12? Maybe. Probably. Episode 12. That's that's what I named the file, at least. My script's called episode 7, but that's because this is the seventh episode of School yeah. Days. <laughs> We're at the seventh episode of School Days. Uh, and you might remember from last time that, or even the time before we talked about that, that this is the nothing happens part of School Days. Mm. Kind of. Uh, I would argue that something does happen. Yeah, I think we're moving out of the nothing happens part of school days now. Ah, we got... wait, I thought we were moving into it. No, no, the nothing happens part of school days was literally just episode six. Uh, we're coming okay. to a very interesting point in school days now. Mm. A point that um, sort of brings back an issue that we sort of touched on in the past a little bit. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we'll get to mm. that. There's something general that shows up a few times in this episode that I noted on after it happened a few times and mm. that I wrote down to mention at the start. And that is that, in my opinion, the characterization in this episode is super weird. This is something that I'd never noticed before we were watching School Days, but since right now we're going through it like literally episode per episode, writing down everything, noting down everything, I felt that like Almost every character acted really out of character in this episode. Or, like, really strange in this episode. I don't know if we... Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but we might get to it when did, we go through it. I did definitely notice some weird... About one character in particular. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Start us off. Start us off. Where do we begin in the episode? So... The last episode ended essentially in horror, if we remember. Mm -hmm. um, Kotonoha went up to the roof and she literally saw Makoto and Sekai making out. So now she she's no longer afraid that they might that he might be cheating on her with someone else. He knows for sure that he is. Yeah, yeah. she's aware of it now. Yeah. Uh, so in this episode, we start off with a pretty small scene that mm -hmm. I yet have a few things to say about. All right. Basically, we see Setsuna and someone else hanging up flyers mm -hmm. for the for the school festival. Mm -hmm. The guy that she's putting up these flyers with mm -hmm. is an absolute fearful giant. He's gigantic <laughs> compared to her. I noticed that he looks very tall to her, but like Setsuna is tiny, right? Yeah. So I dug a little deeper. Okay. So I noticed that this guy looked ridiculously large compared to her. Uh -huh. It's part. It's part of the fact that she literally only reaches to his chest, mm -hmm. and that he's in the perspective. Like she's, she's in the front of the screen further down. Mm. I think this made him look even more enormous. Uh. So, just in a few scenes, we actually find out who this is. Oh. Mm. Uh, I'm just going to say it now. His name is Tanaka. Ah, okay, that's Tanaka. That's Tanaka. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I remember one character trait about Tanaka from when we get to him later, when he's mentioned later. Yeah. It's that he doesn't have a head. So that makes sense. It makes sense that he doesn't have a head in this scene. He is very big. So, before, we, before this... When I saw this, how ridiculously big this guy looked compared mm -hmm. to her, 
I thought, is it really just that she's that tiny? Mm-hmm. So I went back to the previous episode and just looked at a couple of shots where you can see Setsna alongside other characters. So yeah. you can get an idea. And um, from what I saw, Sekai seems to be about the same size that Kotonohai is, the same mm-hmm. height. Mm-hmm. And Setsna is about half a head smaller, mm-hmm. while Makoto is about half a head taller than the two of them. Okay, okay. So yeah. Makoto is about a head taller than Setsna. Yeah. So... Before I went any further, I realized, wait, what the hell am I doing? There's a wiki with ridiculously precise information. Yeah, we know that blood about types. Everyone. There's, no, there's no way it doesn't tell us how tall all of them are. So I looked it up. Mm-hmm. So Setsna is a meter 42, which in America That's is... pretty tiny. Which That's is four tiny. foot eight. That is very tiny that indeed. That is a very small person. Yeah. Uh, Sakai is 155. That's five foot mm-hmm. one. Kotonoha is 156.7. Right. Which is five foot two. She's just so barely they're, they're smaller. They're still pretty, pretty small. Like yep. that's still small mm. people. And Makoto is one meter sixty-seven point five. That's five foot six. All right, all right. Which is tiny. Still really small. Still, still really small. Still a really small man. So first of all, I, w- I want to mention just a little thing. In all of these characters, it said what it said what height they have in centimeters and in inches and mm-hmm. f- f- and feet. Only for Setsnet, only said what the centimeters are. Mm. Garbage wiki, would not use again. <laughs> Did not tell me the size of Setsnet feet. Have to translate yourself. Yeah. Terrible. 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 Bad wiki. And also, and Makoto's size, uh, height... 167, it did say citation needed. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why it wouldn't know this is the exact height of Makoto specifically. I mean, I assume because all the other characters are people you date in the game. And there's probably bios for them in the game. Where with Makoto, you probably don't have a bio containing his size in the game. <laughs> that explains it in more detail. Actually, when I went through Makoto's wiki, he does appear to have a, some kind of role in the games, at least. Yeah, yeah, you're Makoto. Yeah, right? you are Makoto. Yeah. And also, apparently, he has, like, what looked on the wiki like he has 200 paternal half-sisters. He has an insane <laughs> amount of paternal half-sisters. And yes, multiple of them are dateable. Because, oh, of great. course, they are. That's amazing. Of course. Uh, actually, for this episode, I also went through the wiki to look at something. I'll get to oh. that when we mm-hmm. get to that. So, what we learned right now is that Makoto would be, like, tiny compared to the both of us. Yeah. Like, (laughs) speaking of, because I read all this, I thought, maybe this gigantic guy isn't actually that gigantic, is he? And, in fact, so I literally took, like, a measuring stick, and I just saw how tall is 1 meter 42 compared to me. And he's pretty much the same size that we are. <laughs> yeah. So it really is just that yeah. Setsuna is tiny. Maybe. You know, he doesn't have a head. And, like, Japanese people in general aren't as tall as, like, German people. Like, just in yeah. the, If you take the mean size, the mean height. Mm. Uh, so maybe this guy is just, you know, German. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it's just from, like, Scandinavia or something yeah. like that. So I'm, I'm six foot. That's 183. And I think you're six foot one and a half. I think I'm six one or six two, yeah, around that. Yeah, we're we're big. We're we're large basically. We're large people. We're tall people. We're tall people. We're tall people. Mm. Um also we could like we're at a great height to kick Makoto like in the stomach. Yeah, it's great. In the balls. S- spit him on the head, maybe. Yeah, spit him on the head. That's great. <laughs> oh we could oh man, you know this you know this this thing that bullies do where they put like your head in an arm Yeah, lock and then look and then and look then they him. look at you. <laughs> He's at a great height for that. That's Wonderful. pretty good. So I took one last stroll at the wiki. 
to mm. see uh, if it actually told us how tall Tanaka is. Mm. Uh, it doesn't. There's very little information about him. He's an I ex- assume, He's yeah. an extremely minor character. One note I have in this in this text that I took down here is who the fuck is Tanaka, so... Yeah. Uh, all it said is that he's the male representative of the, cl- of the class, mm-hmm. and Setsuna's the female representative. In, like, their school council. Yeah, so yeah. it makes sense that they would be putting up these flyers yeah. together, if he's the other guy. Uh, it says he's the class representative. Mm-hmm. That also comes up again, like, mm-hmm. in, a, in a small bit. It also said that apparently he has a crush on Setsna. I mean, he is a male character in proximity yeah. to a female character. In so. school days. So chances are, yes. And it did specifically mention that he's very big and his head is never on screen. Hmm. Okay, that's good. That's good that they, <laughs> yeah. uh, they also noticed it. In fact, is not. We'll see that again <laughs> later. All right. So on the poster, we, we see that again. It says that... The theme is sincerity and good faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, the class displays are at days one, two, three in the mm-hmm. afternoon and an, an after party on day three in the evening. Yeah. So this is like the timetable, I think. Yeah, yeah. Day one through three is whatever the classes are putting up, which mm-hmm. is like cafes or haunted houses or whatever. We, in fact, in a few scenes, we know exactly what every class is doing. Yeah. And also uh, we even see in a later episode what happens at the after party. So I remember we all to, of this. We get to go through all of this together. Mm. So next we move on to a scene on the roof. Mm-hmm. Good old roof. Ah, uh, good old roof. Mm-hmm. Good old roof, and we probably won't be seeing it for a long while after uh, this episode. Very well At least possible. from what the characters say. Mm. So Sakai and Makoto are here. Mm. Kotonoha isn't. Yes. As far as we know, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's specifically mentioned that Kotonoha isn't here yeah. and hasn't been here for a while. Sakai says so. Uh, Makoto seems to... He's like super juvenile and happy. Mm-hmm. And he, it kind of seems a lot like he does not care at all. Yeah. Like Sakai mentions Kotonoha in a wor- worried tone. Yeah, she says that Makoto has been avoiding her in the mornings. Mm. And she actually asks him like, like, is this okay what we're doing? And all I wrote down in my notes is, oh my god! Sekai! <laughs> Stop it! I wrote down, Sekai feels uh, morally bad, but uh, making out with him fixes it again. Of course it does. It's every single time. Hmm, we shouldn't be doing this. Here, kissy kissy. Oh, alright. Yeah. So Makoto says that he doesn't care, he doesn't mind. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel that, like, he probably does. Because he is avoiding her actively. Yeah. <laughs> every but morning. That- yeah, that's that's mostly probably just him not wanting to confront the issue. Like, that's what we've seen of Makoto in the past. Like, he just, instead of heading... Uh, he, he doesn't really care about Kotonoha anymore. He doesn't really want to spend time with her anymore. But he also doesn't want to break it off because that's like... Uh, it's hard, it's painful, whatever. He doesn't really care about her anymore, but he just doesn't want to end it. So then they grossly kiss in the school day fashion. As always. And we can see that Kotonoha was watching the whole thing. Yeah. In fact, I did know that this would happen. All so right. I mentioned it earlier. All right. Like a smart oh, yeah. Boy. Build up. <laughs> Good build up. Yeah, it's basically... I I was tempted to write again uh, the same thing I wrote at the end of the last episode, which was uh, Snake and Lupin are having sex while Dobby was watching. In fact, I was wondering, is this the same scene? No, 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 it's not. Like... They talked about that they she hadn't been up on the roof with them for a while, which makes me assume... Okay. Also, yeah. because of things that happened later on in this episode, I kind of get the feeling that a lot of time has passed since the last episode and this one. Hmm. 
Mainly because a lot of the characters seem to have the, the out of character thing because it seems like there has been a change of character in a lot of these folks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So maybe there is a rational explanation for it. <laughs> There's a simple explanation for it. Anyways. Then we get the intro. I think that's a... <laughs> no. I think I think that's another. I think that's another anime with kind of weird relationships. Yeah, yeah. I've been rewatching all of Sorted Online a while ago. And I watched the spin-off series. It's pretty good. Hmm. And Gretzko and some actual anime. Yeah, like the few anime that you watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch anime a lot, but it was quite the difference to just watch some real anime again. Yeah. yeah. After nothing but school days for a while. Yeah. <laughs> The difference is night and day. It also, like, I think... This is a small thing that I mentioned in... I think... Didn't I mention it before? It's something I talk about a lot when I try to pitch school days to people as something to watch. That it's like all the anime cliches without the stuff that makes them sufferable. Yeah. Like, I like Sword Art Online. I actually like it. I'm I'm torn on it. But, like... I have mixed feelings about it. There's a lot of... Fucking cool shit in that anime. Whenever like da 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 da, whenever this music comes up, whenever there's like an awesome fucking fight scene, I'm down. I'm down. And I don't care about the stupid harem anime shit that they try to pull on us, especially in the first season. But this anime is just that. It's just the cliches that you endure because you like some other aspects of the anime. Without any of the charm. Without any of the stuff that makes you stick around. Anyway, to get away from Sword Art Online again. <laughs> yeah. And to this flawed anime. So after the intro... So after intro. the intro... Okay. <laughs> so after the intro... <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> so after the intro, we're now at Kotonoha's home. Mm, yeah, yeah. Home. What is wrong with me? <laughs> Fucking drunk. <laughs> All I'm drinking is cider. There's like no alcohol. This is in your there. second glass of cider, dude. Cut it off. He said, drinking a beer. <laughs> Alright. So right we're at Kotonoha's home. And So <laughs> <laughs> So we're at Kotonoha's home. <laughs> We are at Kotonoha's home. <laughs> yes, we are. We are at Kotonoha's home. What we're naming to- nothing of this in. We're never, you're never going to know about this one. <laughs> what the fuck happens? What the fuck happens at her home? Uh, sh- uh, she's knitting mm-hmm. uh, to some classical music. Mm-hmm. I I could not and was not willing to pinpoint what music this is. I don't care. I am not sure if I actually wrote down anything about this scene from the get-go, so... Just a little... Um, that's traditional oh, music, yeah, I anyway. I thought this might be, like, reminding us, like, this traditional theme of Kotonoha mm, and her yeah. lifestyle. The trad wife. Yeah. The trad wife Kotonoha. Mm. So she's sitting there questioning to herself why he, why she would be doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Why he would be doing this. Why he would be doing this. Yeah, and, and why this is, Sekai would be making out with This him. is a weird thing about yeah. k- the way that Kotono has acting this whole episode. Yeah. She doesn't seem extremely uh, down or broken like she did in the past few episodes. She's just kind of extremely neutral. 
Like she never changes her expression. I feel like for later when she's happy. For I feel like Kotono has planted herself firmly in the denial stage of grief at this point. Yeah, and it's kind of where she's gonna stay for the rest of the show, for the most part. Because before she had some amount of deniability. Mm. Because all she, all the evidence she really had for herself, is that she saw them kiss while she drove by on a train very quickly. Mm. So maybe, so she could probably convince herself that it wasn't them. Yeah. But now she definitely knows for sure yeah, that they're yeah, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. And now she's in full denial mode. The, the thing I kind of got the feeling for, and that's something I also never got the feeling for before, because we never watched the show the way we are doing this right now, is that this is sort of an extension of what's been happening throughout the show, which is she has seen that this thing happens. She has seen Makoto do something horrible and monstrous and be a shitty person. And she has sort of like, Okay, that's something that's happening. What am I going to do next? Like, because of the way we've seen things develop, this isn't the first time this happens. Makoto just gets worse and worse, and she just keeps accepting it. This is mainly just another step in that. It's, okay, he's making out with the guy. That's something I'm going to have to accept now. What am I going to do now with this information? And the thing that she decides to do with this information is, it seems like he doesn't love me anymore. That must be something I did wrong which is also an advancement of everything that's been happening so far. How can I make it right? How can I mm. make sure that he likes me again? In fact, she she does question herself right there in the scene, like, what did she do wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she has some flashbacks of mm-hmm. how, well, like, when he physically approached her, she rejected him, of how in the cinema scene, the second episode, she slapped him. So I feel like now she's seeing her own, like, few moments of autonomy that she had as yeah. a flaw. The boundaries, the few boundaries she set up as the the issue, as why he doesn't love her anymore. It's getting worse. It's just and getting worse. Here's something that I... Here's something that came to my mind about this. And this is something that came to me throughout this episode. And that's thinking about the game. We talked before about like how some aspects of the story developed because it was a game before. But I think we always gave the game a lot of leeway. The kind of interpretation we had was the anime is shit not because of the game it's based on, but because it took a really weird path with the game it was based on. And I feel this episode sort of highlights the issues that must have been in the game already. Because is this the Kotonoha storyline in the game? Is it if you want her to like put out to have sex with your character, you have to mentally ruin her to a point where she blames herself for having boundaries? Is this how the game works? Is I this how know. you get her in the game? Because if that is the case, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> that's really fucking horrible. That's probably one of the endings you can work towards. I can imagine that being how it works because there are a lot of endings with Kotonoha and a lot of them are kind of shed from what I've seen before. Yeah, Like this one. Yeah, this one is a pretty shit Kotonoha ending, gotta say. And it's not even one from the game, but yeah. So his, her sister shows up, Kokoro, if you remember mm-hmm. Kokoro. Uh, and she reminds us, the audience, that the festival's coming up. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was mentioned the last yeah. scene, but sure. And that she wants to go there. I don't remember, but she was probably there, right? At the festival? Yeah. I'm not sure. I think so, but I can't say for sure. Maybe. I remember. So, I remember one thing from the festival. I remember Kokoro just sort of disappearing halfway throughout the show. Or like three quarters way uh, throughout the show. 
I mean, for the most part, I forget that Kokoro's on the show. Like, I did at least. I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't show up again after the festival. And that's kind of weird because I'm pretty important. The stuff still happens yeah. after the festival. Involving Kotonoha. Yeah, but we'll get to that when we get to that. So next, we get to a pretty long scene that I made way too many notes about. Okay. I also, this is also the scene that I made the most notes about in all of this. So we are now in Makoto's classroom. Yeah. Which I'm now calling class three. Okay, yeah, because, yeah, because, because we num- know it's class three. Yeah, the numbers yeah. become more relevant here, I think. Mm-hmm. So we have Setsuna, Sekai, Makoto, and Nanami hanging out. I was Nanami, cool. The boy. Not look the up. one we call boy. I did not look up her name again. Mm. So uh, what, what we have there is a is a big costume of that one mascot. Yeah, the that mascot w- suit. The one we talked about last episode. Yeah. The one where we had this theory that... Setsuna might have worn it to specifically break apart Kotonoha and Makoto more. Yeah. And she is the one who rented it, as we hear mm-hmm. at this point. Which kind of, I don't know, gives some power to that. When, when Makoto asks Setsuna whether she rented it, she gives him like what I assume is a peace sign mm-hmm. to say yeah. yes. Or, or is she selling that she rented too? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I sure. also <laughs> thought like... <laughs> For two days? I don't know why I tried to tell Two me. days? The festival's like four days long. What? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? <laughs> they also here talk about what all the classes are doing. Yeah, uh, Hikari walks in. Mm. Hikari Beefsteak runs yeah. in to the classroom. Yes. And uh, she gives them, she spills them the tea that class one is doing a little sister's cafe mm-hmm. and class two is doing a zombie cafe. Yeah. Now this is class three. And Kotonoha's class is class four. Yeah. I don't know if there's any more classes. <laughs> Let's assume there's four, because it sounds like that from this point. I think on the classroom signs, whenever we see them, it says always 1-3, 1-4. Mm-hmm. I so assume they have the same, like, high school class, uh, like, level, class level, yeah, yeah. whatever, with that thing. And what, 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 she, what she's telling them is that it seems that what class two is doing mm-hmm. the zombie cafe is kind of like a stolen concept idea of class three's thing which is a little sister's cafe and class four's thing which is the haunted house mm-hmm. that they kind of merged haunted house together with cafe and made a zombie cafe yeah which is what class two is doing and first of all what little sister's cafe they is show a weird an image gimmick. they show an image of the little sister's cafe and i wrote down the concept of a little sister's cafe hurts my bones it's it's gro- i hate it it's part of this strange pedophilish culture that you see in anime a lot which is like this is basically a maid cafe but you're supposed to be attracted to the concept that there's young girls like younger than you girls that are probably preteens. I hate it. It's very bad. I hate this idea. This is a terrible concept. Also, why why are they making such a big fuss about class two doing something that's so vaguely familiar to them? When class one is literally, literally doing, doing the, the same, same thing, thing that class yeah. three is doing. They're both <laughs> doing little sister cafes. Yeah, but one of them's a rip-off. That's worse. Why is class two the rip-off? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they just stole their thing. Also, something I wrote down about this scene, and that's something that's going to continue throughout this part of the show that we're getting to now, is we've talked before in this podcast about, like, we're not sure how aware the writers are of what how dark the shit they're writing about is. Like, are they aware that this is extremely toxic, that Makoto is an irredeemably terrible character, about all of these things that we've talked about before? And this part of the show, and this scene 
in particular brought that into focus for me because right before that we had that like genuinely kind of dramatic scene with Kotonoa where we see how deep her denial is at this point. What's the mood supposed to be? The tonal dissonance gets really fucking dark this episode and it continues onward where we're like on the one hand we have basically a horror uh, like a romantic horror plot while on the other end we have this stupid anime high school shenanigans and this is only going to continue throughout the school festival. I just wanted to bring it up here because we're going to go back to this and this is where I first really noticed it. I, th- I thought about how you just mentioned how other animes are only bearable because uh, you don't need to focus on the weird romance plot and can focus on the action. The school festival, that's the action. <laughs> <laughs> that's the good stuff. <laughs> the school festival is actually the thing I always think about when I make this analogy because the school festival is just stupid anime bullshit. <laughs> like, imagine an anime that's just that one scene of someone falling into a chick's boobs. Like, that school days. It's just that one thing throughout an anime. That's how it feels to me. That and the misogyny. Mm. Terrible misogyny. And a bit of, like, uh, nunk and... Uh, nunk. Nunk. And a bit of nod and wink to the pedophiles, which is always appreciated. In a, nunk, a nunk to the pedophiles. A nunk to the pedophiles. <laughs> Ugh. Stop. So Setna asks Sakai to explain to everyone how to be a server... Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because she works as a server. Yeah. At the at, one and only. At the Radish. The Radish Bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's at this point, like, after she... After a very quick explanation that... Oh, fuck, what was his name? I'm actually just halfway through my notes for the scene. All right, all right. <laughs> continue on, continue on. So Setsna so just seems really serious about this. Mm. But this might be because she always seems really serious. Yeah, and she's also, like, in charge. Yeah, what she says here is that they're gonna storm class one and two. Mm-hmm. So I guess she did acknowledge that class one is also called. Yeah. And then we can see a shot of the whole class and everyone going like, yeah. And with everyone, I mean, crude gray figurines, some of which like, have a raised arm. Like six crude figurines, because mm-hmm. this class is apparently very, very underutilized at this point. I'm also saying this because approximately six shots later or something. We once again see a shot of the whole screen and they're still the exact same. They still have their <laughs> arms raised. They never put him down, I guess. Oh uh, man, there's a point later in this uh, half of the episode where I specifically thought, wow, this animation is cheap, huh? <laughs> we'll get to that. So now Taiske Dash is in mm-hmm. and tells them about the already before mentioned Tanaka. Yeah, but what, what's relevant is you mentioned that that before and that before scene was Tanaka. Mm-hmm. The show men- does not mention that that in the before scene is Tanaka. It kind of does because we see like two tiny shots for a moment when Tanaka is mentioned. Mm. And one of the shots is a small cutout from the scene at the beginning where we see Setsna with someone in front of her hanging up the posters. Mm-hmm. This is how I figured out that it's him. Yeah, I'm just thinking like he comes in and says Tanaka and I'm like, who the fuck is Tanaka? In fact, is it a man? You're talking about a man. You're using he, him pronouns. Wait, there's another man in this anime. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> in fact, uh, Makoto reacts the same. He also goes like Tanaka. Mm. So, um, Ta- oh no. Taisuke mentions that. I hate the idea that Makoto is the audience insert. Okay, continue. And I hate Taisuke. <laughs> so Taisuke mentions that he broke his arm in judo. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get an image of him with like his in like his judo <laughs> uniform with his arm in a cast. 
without his, his head, head on screen. <laughs> <laughs> his head is off screen because he's so tall that his head cannot be perceived. Hmm. And Makoto is like, Tanaka, is that that guy that's like really big? And I thought like, what are you talking? There's like 10 people in your class. How do you not know who this is? <laughs> He's your class representative. <laughs> How do you not know who Tanaka is? You know, Makoto's just not very interested in politics. <laughs> yeah. That's just the main thing. So then they mention that uh, Setsna's gonna be alone now on the on like the pre- preparation team. Yeah. And then we just got a shot of Makoto's face for a bit. And that was interesting mm. to me. Yeah. Uh, because Taisuke mentions while well, Kotonoha is doing doing it alone as well. Yeah. Like she's doing her haunted house alone. And when he says this, Makoto kind of looks sad. Yeah. Genuinely sad. Yeah, like he suddenly feels bad for Kotonoha for yeah, a second. Yeah, I, I suddenly had this weird feeling. Makoto is capable of feeling bad for another human being. He had a brief moment of like humanity creep up in him but yeah. it doesn't last long I saw it thankfully. like flicker up in his eyes there's there's a soul in there somewhere but then someone suggests that Makoto should jump in as mm. class representative yeah. and, and he, that's then it ends then it ends he immediately but, says he doesn't want to do it essentially because he's lazy he says he doesn't want to work with other people at first but then Setsuna walks in but like, before we get to that I just want to me- mention something really quick mm-hmm. because when this scene happened and Setsuna mentioned that she's not going to have to work alone uh, on this, uh, all the others mentioned that Setsuna is not going to have to work mm-hmm. alone on this. My immediate thought was, this must be something from the game too. This seems like a point on the Setsuna romance route where you can like help her out and then maybe spend time with her maybe. and like jump in, jump in now that the other person has jumped out of this thing. And I thought that so much that I thought, let's just check out Setsuna's entry on the wiki oh. and see if that is an okay. actual thing that happens. So, apparently this is not something where you can date Setsuna because of it and something like that. Uh, But I found some other interesting facts about Setsuna. Okay. Like, not interesting facts, but interesting facts about what you can do with Setsuna and the plot. So, Setsuna... Uh, mm, mm, Do I really want to know this? It's it's very brief. So, Setsuna is one of the dateable characters. But she will usually not be an endgame dateable character. From what I've seen, there's only one ending where you end up with Setsuna. Okay. Technically. Now, there's something that's going to happen in a bit of a later episode that sort of reveals to us that Setsuna will not stay at this school. Yeah, I remember that. She will move away because of things that happen. We'll get to that more in detail when we get to that. But something fun that I found out about it is, depending on your choices in the game, you can actually get Setsuna pregnant. Uh, Excuse me? That is the only ending where you end up with Setsuna. Before Setsuna moves away... You have sex with her. And what b- the depending f- on your choices, you can get a pregnant. What the hell? She's like two inches tall. Later on, she then comes by... It ends with Makoto being at home, Setsuna being at the door. She's pregnant. And Makoto's mom asks... Makoto's mom is actually a character in the games, what? by the way. She exists. Makoto's mom asks who that is. And Setsuna says, I'm his wife. So that's the... That's the Setsna ending. So now at least we have confirmation that the the game indeed is also garbage. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought in this episode. Let's check what the game is doing. Oh, you can get Setsna pregnant, who looks like a literal child. That's great. Anyway, Setsna shows up and she starts spitting facts, mm-hmm. meaning she says immediately that... Makoto only doesn't want to work with her in the meeting because he, he does not want to be where Katonoha is. Yeah. And, in fact, she moves on to immediately say, 
they broke up. Yeah. They're not together anymore. Yeah. And everyone, including Mikoto, is like, what? What the hell? Yeah, everybody else. That's what really bugged me. It was like everybody else was, what? You and Katono aren't together anymore? What? You're together with Sekai now? After like, all Everyone. Show. Everyone has the memory of a goldfish. Everyone was like, oh, everyone was convinced Makoto and Sekai were together. Like, all show. And suddenly like, no, there's no way. These two can't be together? No. So, uh, I hate Makoto. Uh, like... You can't imagine how much I hate Makoto. Yes. But Sekai is in... Setsuna. Setsuna is incredibly invasive here. Yeah. Like, in every regard. It, I and mean, it keeps she going. is. But also, like, at this point of the episode, I thought, oh, fucking thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you mean. Thank God someone is advancing this. Yeah. She also says he is with Sekai now. And everyone's shocked. Next, we get a pretty short scene in class four. Just something really quick I wanted to mention about this scene. It's a tiny thing, but it's irrelevant about the scene before. Mm. Uh, I just thought it was funny because somebody suggests that Taisuke might actually, instead of Makoto, join the class president yeah. thingy and stuff. And uh, Kato? Is it Kato? Is that her name? Hikari. You mean Hikari. Hikari. Hikari, Hikari uh, jumps in and is like, no, we need him here. And so, it's like, so she does that? <laughs> so Hikari, I guess, still likes him for one reason or another. <laughs> for an undefined, undefinable reason. <laughs> why, why would anyone find anything lovable in, in, in Taisuke? I don't get it. Why would anyone, like, think about Taisuke long enough to want him for anything? But yeah, next scene. So we're now in class four, mm -hmm. which is Kotonoha's class. Yes. And there we have Kato and that was Kato, and right. two of her three gang members mm -hmm. uh, and Kotonoha sitting around the pult. Mm -hmm. And they're arguing about something with plywood. Yeah, yeah. Some, um, something some how they're building the, the whole thing. They're doing yeah. like this labyrinth. Yeah, they're building, a, they're building a maze. Yeah. And they're just bullying her again. Yeah. It's, it's all they do. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting here is that she like just goes with it. Like, basically, they're bullying her, and she's, like, she has this very negative, like, look on her face, and just, like, yeah. Which is really interesting after last episode, where she had this moment of courage, where she stood up to them. And now she's back to, like, just taking their bullshit. Yeah. It makes sense. She, like, lost her will, kind of. Yeah. Uh, then then we see Minami, the, which is the third member of Kato's gang. Yeah. Sitting in class, and uh, she's busy drawing a shitty maze. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a... It's just a labyrinth. Here's a small anecdote that has nothing to do with anything. I'm studying games programming now. Mm -hmm. And we, we went through a small algorithm on how to, like, make a maze. Mm -hmm. where you can generate one. It's a relatively easy way. Okay. And after this, the guy who gave us the lecture immediately said, By the way, we're doing your projects now. Please don't do a maze game. Everyone's <laughs> doing maze games. We hate them. They're, not, they're no fun to play. Please don't make those. <laughs> maze games suck. When I think of quickly making a maze, I think of Inception. Yeah. Make your way... What was it? Make a maze in one second that takes... In one and minute. In one minute that takes, takes two, two minutes, minutes to, to solve. solve. Yeah. All right. We get to... After this very, very short scene, we uh, get one to... More, one more thing. Okay, okay, okay. There's a, there's a specific emphasis that on at the end of the maze, there's the rest area. Mm. And I remember the rest area. I remember the, the rest area. That's the fuck room. Yeah. <laughs> That's the room where you have sex after the labyrinth. That's the fuck, fuck room that this family festival has. Yeah, uh, it will also get mentioned again, like later in the mm -hmm. half of the episode. Just a bit later. The next scene begins. And what we have here is... 
This is a scene that, like, okay, I thought this was Setsuna. We have Setsuna and Makoto on the floor here. Yep. Uh, on the hallway to a classroom. And the way they're talking, it sounded to me like this is what's going to happen. Setsuna is taking Makoto, like, after what she said before, I'll handle it. She said, I'll handle it to Sekai in regards to the Makoto and Kotonoha are no longer together thing. Now we see her dragging Makoto through the hallway to a classroom and she's, uh, he says that he's like nervous about what will happen with Kotonoha and stuff like that. And he, uh, she says, you will have to do it. It has to happen. She's dragging him there. They're going to the classroom. And I thought, they're going to Kotonoha's classroom now. And she will fucking force him to break up with her finally. That is not what happens. No, they're just going to, the, to a planning board meeting. Yeah. Where Mac- Kotonoha is there, but mm-hmm. like they she's don't hap- interact yeah, with She's her. happy to see him. She's yeah. like waving at him. He, d- he looks upset because of course he does. Yeah, they're like happy. She's like happy that they're going to spend some time together now. Mm-hmm. That they're doing the same like act- school activities. Because her school activities always kept her away from him. Mm-hmm. And then they just sit down at the back of the class. Yeah. So pretty much the rest, the rest of this, of our episode, mm-hmm. is a lot of very small scenes. Yeah. A lot of them. So next we move on to what appears to be gym class. Mm-hmm. And gym, gym class seems to like span over multiple classes mm-hmm. because Nanami and Kato are both there. Yeah. And they're talking briefly. So basically... This is Nan- payoff for the last episode where like Nana- uh, Kato called Nanami on her phone and was like, is it true that Kotonoha and Makoto mm-hmm. are together? Yeah. And Nanami's telling Kato what she heard. Because she was there with the class meeting before where uh, Setsuna spilled the, uh, spilled the tea. Yeah. And Hanami goes like, I think I think Kotonoha was just following Makoto around or something. Mm-hmm. And Kato is really happy to hear this. And I was so confused about that. Because Kato, like, the reason Kato was mad about the whole Kotonoha thing is because she wants to get with Makoto, right? Yeah, uh, she, uh, <laughs> she hates Kotonoha and she likes Makoto. Yeah, like, she hates Kotonoha and likes Makoto. But, like, the main thing for her was she wants to be with Makoto. Did did Nanami just not mention the Sekai thing? Because, like, in the same breath, Setsuna said, he's with Sekai now. Did Nanami just not mention that? Because I feel like she would not be happy about that if she wants to be with Makoto. Sorry if you heard that. I was pouring myself the rest of the cider. Yeah, drink. drunk fucking bastard. Yeah, I'm so dr- I'm so extremely drunk. You have no idea. It's a third glass of cider. It's getting to be a real problem at this point. <laughs> so Kato is really happy, which makes sense. It makes uh, yeah. little sense to me. As I, I didn't yeah. notice, but yeah, Nanami's kind of omitting something. Here. Yeah. Uh, so then we get another really short scene. Like the camera pans over to the equipment room. I assume like to a door that leads to the equipment room because the next short scene is in the equipment room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wrote a very short short notice here first. I'm just going to say that mm-hmm. real quick. Uh, the break room girls decide to commit federal crimes. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Kato is telling her that she's planning. Because uh, apparently she's in charge of the break room in the maze and stuff. I think these two people that are talking are not Kato and Nanami. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they're not. Because Nanami doesn't know about this thing. That becomes le- important later on. Yeah, right. Nanami doesn't know about this. I think that's two different girls that are okay. talking about this. So apparently, then, okay, I guess whoever is in charge of the break room decides mm-hmm. to set up a camera in yeah. there, aka in the fuck room. Yeah, to like film the people having sex there. Right? Yeah, which is like 
Totally not illegal, but certainly not something you absolutely can't do. Not in anime world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're all going to prison. So now we move on to, like, the last longer scene, mm. I guess, uh, which is after the planning board meeting. Yeah. Where we have Makoto and Setsna walking away from it. Yeah. And then... This is the first scene where I thought, oh, someone's acting wildly out of character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, very much so. Yeah. Uh, Katonoha shows up, again, very excited to see Makoto and stuff. And then when she asks Makoto whether he has time, Setsna just goes, no, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Setsna is acting very strange in this scene. And Makoto, too. Both of them. Okay, so Setsna's thing in this scene is... She's not trying to break them apart, which is what she's been doing all along. At this point, she's not like, no, you two, uh, no, he's not your boyfriend anymore, and forcing the issue, which would make sense. That's what she said she'd do before. But no, she's not doing that. She's just trying to push Makoto away. And here's the thing that I thought was more out of character. Makoto's fighting this. <laughs> Makoto wants to talk to Kotonoha. Makoto is not happy with Setsuna dragging him away from her. And that was so weird to me, because that's all he's done so far. He's been trying to get away from Kotonoha, he's been trying not to talk to her, but he's not taking this opportunity that Setsuna's dragging him away. He's trying to stay with Kotonoha. I, I don't get why. What changed? I, I, I think this, he might just be acting this way because Kotonoha is around. But I don't know if that's the case, because like, he's been weird and disinterested before when Kotonoha was around, like when she fucking fell and he didn't rush to pick her up i don't know it feels weird to me because like his entire shtick and even in this episode as we talked about before he's been trying to avoid her and now he's like actively trying to talk to her and is like pissed at setsna for dragging him away so setsna is telling kotonoha that makoto already has a date yeah that she's already meeting up with sakai yeah um which is a lie yeah which we're gonna figure out in a bit and when they move away, she like Sakai looks angrily looks back at Kotonoha, mm -hmm. and this is why I thought, like th I I didn't really see this as out of character. I guess I just didn't really notice before that. It seems that Setsuna just really does not like Kotonoha. I don't think it's that she doesn't like Kotonoha. It's it's that she like sees Kotonoha as a threat to Makoto and Sekai getting together, but which seems, seems to be her end game. Uh, she treats her with so much. Disrespect though throughout this whole yeah, episode, yeah. With so ab absolute disregard. I think that's like the only way she sees Kotonoha as like a direct threat to Sekai being happy with Makoto. She's extremely invested in Sekai being happy, and she's also like, she's putting the blame in the wrong place, man. If you want Sekai to be happy, remove uh, Makoto. <laughs> that's the issue here. That's that's a problem in general, right? No one's blaming Makoto. No one's blaming Makoto for anything. That's gonna like continue until like very late game yeah. especially makoto isn't blaming makoto makoto's just not aware of anything he's not aware of him doing anything wrong he's just a fucking sociopath so then makoto gets a message from kotonoha who yeah kotonoha tells him she'll write him she'll yeah. text him she tells him that um if they if they could eat lunch again on the roof tomorrow like yeah, they yeah. always do and first <sighs> First, Tetsuna tells him to reject the message. Mm -hmm. Then she takes his phone yeah. and just blocks Kotonoha. Yeah. Act and not only this, she like figures out his his password passcode. Yeah, because it's his birthday. It's, his birthday. it's uh, ten sixteen. 
Mm-hmm. 16th of October. Mm-hmm. Says, says so on the wiki, of course. <laughs> I checked it, it's true. All right. <laughs> good, good. Finally, someone holding these writers a-, a fucking countable. And yeah, he's she's the only thing on his block list, so I'm not really sure if he even knows how to access his block list, so this might be permanent. Mm-hmm. So first I thought, if you block Kotonoha on his phone now, what is he going to do about it? Well, nothing. And un- un- well... Theoretically, he, he could, could just, just unblock it. Yeah. But I think Sekai knows that he won't. Yeah. Setsna. I think Setsna knows that he won't. Yeah. He doesn't actually want to talk to Kotono. Yeah. He's not going to do anything about it. He's just too... Also, like, as I mentioned before, she's the only person on his block list, so maybe he doesn't even know how to access his block list. <laughs> I don't know if he ever used this feature of his phone before. This is also interesting, though, I think, because we talked about before... On this show, how phones are utilized in the show. Mm. That phones are, like, used as the point of contact between people where people can, like, truthfully exchange emotions and actually contact each other in that way. And this point is not only, like, metaphorically Kotonoha... It's not not only only literally Kotonoha being blocked from his phone by Setsuna. It's also, like, Setsuna deliberately putting herself between him and Kotonoha. So she's, like not only putting her away from his phone, but in doing so, cutting off the connection between the two of them, which is something that's going to continue throughout the school festival thing. Makoto losing all connection to Kotonoha that he had before. Yeah, physically and metaphorically. Yeah. So then comes the small intermission. Usually this is where we end the the episode, but it's it's pretty early, so we're going to move on a little little further. So, the rest is really just very short scenes. Mm-hmm. First, we get one at Kotonoha's house again. This is... This, seems this is to also be, one where I wrote down metaphor. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of nice recycled assets from the yeah, scene Yeah, this earlier. is the scene that I thought about specifically, though. <coughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. With, okay. well, this animation is cheap. <laughs> Kotonoha has some plants there. It seems that she's making a sweater. That's what I yeah. think. A long time ago. I think she's making a scarf. She wanted to make a scarf for Makoto, right? I think she wants to make a sweater. Like okay. from the from the plants that look okay, like... Okay, yeah, that could be It looked sweater, like yeah. uh, what was visible on the image of the part that she was making was the front part right. of the sweater. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what she's doing. So a long time ago, I once was able to knit. Mm-hmm. No, no longer... I never even finished anything. It takes so long to knit anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that I was terrible at it in elementary school and never mm-hmm. tried again. Uh, what I do know is you, d- you do mistakes, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah. Like, you're just basically just keeping up this rhythm over and over again of putting the right uh, thread through the right hole over and over mm-hmm. again. And usually you just do mistakes in it and then you just keep on going, yeah. whatever, no one's going to notice. But uh, Katona notices that she did a mistake and then she just starts unraveling the whole thing. Yeah, like... She sh- says uh, she has to go back to where she made that mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see, like, Kokoro looking through the door. Yeah. And she's like, oh, she's trying so hard and walks away again. And we only see the back of Kotonoha. And then when we see the front of her again, we see, like, that she's unraveled it almost down to the end. Like, she almost unraveled the entire thing. Yeah, there's a whole point. pile of wool. Yeah. So we kind of see, like, I don't know. I know you're not the literary theory guy. I'm the literary theory guy. But we see Kotonoha having this thing that she's built. And then she's unraveling at this point. Yeah, I read that down (laughs) as well. She's unraveling metaphorically. Yeah, she's 
And like, like all that she's been trying was in vain, yeah. and she's undoing it all. She's going back to the start at this point. I also saw this like literally, mm. like she's noticed that she made a mistake in there somewhere, and now she's undoing everything. Yeah, because she can't have any mistake. Yeah, because I guess she's so afraid of losing him. That that's how I understood this. Yeah, she's, other things. I thought it like she was trying to go back to the mistake she made, like metaphorically, but she never made a mistake, <laughs> so she has to go back to the start yeah. because she can't find it. So in between, in between, she notices the mistake and she's almost unraveled everything. There was another short scene mm-hmm. in between these because this sw- just really quickly so about this scene just to end it like. The animation is so cheap. Yeah, there's this one. <laughs> there's this one shot where we see her unraveling the thing. Yeah, it's like the the thread is like spread across the screen, and yeah. you see it unraveling bit by bit. And they use it twice. Yeah, it, it's just static. It's not moving. In the background, we can just see, like Katona has cleavage. I guess cleavage. Yeah, cleavage. Yeah. It's weird. And we also have another shot towards the end where she like pulls the thread out. Mm-hmm. Of this piece of uh, wall she has It, look, it looks, looks like really thick for some reason. Yeah, and it never gets smaller. Like, she does this for, like, ten seconds, and it doesn't get smaller by a single bit. It's just recycled, a, a recycled fucking gif. But, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Animation's hard. Why are you going to try for something like this? It takes so long. Okay, what's what's the intercut yeah. scene? Uh, it's Sakai's house. Mm. Setsna's there. Of course. Yeah. She's always She there. lives there. She lives there, apparently. She's well, she doesn't. We <laughs> see that in a bit. Yeah, 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 true. Um, I like the idea of her, like, sleeping bundled up like a cat at the foot of her bed. <laughs> like, in her closet. <laughs> that would explain why she shows up in the middle of the night. Maybe her apartment is in Sekai's apartment. So it seems that Cessna has told Sekai that she... She blocked Kotona mm, from Makoto's mm. phone. So so many names. I didn't mess up any of them. I'm so proud hey. of myself. <laughs> Setsuna says that she had to block him. Mm-hmm. He's her boyfriend. Yeah. And Sekai doesn't seem doesn't seem to be able to respond to this at all. She there just kind of lets it yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a continuation of this scene a bit later. Mm. We also see, like, after both of these scenes yep. conclude, Setsna returning to her actual apartment. Yeah, her actual home. Proving that she actually has a place to live. Yeah. But we only see her enter the, ro- enter the room, and all of her stuff is packed. Yeah, There's everything is packed everywhere. up into boxes. Uh, we, like, we find out later that she's gonna move out. Yeah, We've after the school this. festival. And I think maybe this is the reason why she's spending so much time at Setsna, because all of her stuff is already packed. Yeah, my, my idea... That would make sense, but also like this is as we find out why she's trying so hard right now to get Sekai and Makoto together as quickly as possible and to get Kotona out of the picture because like she's not going to be there for Sekai anymore and she wants someone to be there for Sekai uh, when she's gone. Yeah, then we have another short scene because of the resolution. I couldn't quite tell where the train station. I couldn't completely Mm. tell what station this was because of the image resolution, but it started with a G. So I will guess that it was Guacamole Station. Where it we might be, before. yeah. <laughs> it's actually called Gakuen Mai Station. We like to mm. call it Guacamole Station. Yeah, because that's <laughs> easy, mm. I guess. <laughs> so, so Kotonoha wants to write a message to Makoto, but then realizes that he has blocked her. Yeah. And she, she calls him and, like, she gets an automated message that the ring couldn't come through because he has blocked her. Yeah. And, so, okay, I had questions about this scene. Mainly, is this how that works? <laughs> like, okay, I know 
you're not the most social media savvy person. Hey, I, j I just joined Twitter. Yes, <laughs> but usually, usually it's like when you can't text someone, the message still sends. And you're not like shown, oh, this person has blocked you. There's some things on Twitter, for example, it does show you that a person has blocked you. Mm. But on most social media things, it's like you can, instead of saying accept or decline a friendship invitation, for example, you can say accept or ignore, which is like you don't specifically shove in the face of that person. Hey, I don't want you around like that. You call someone, it would tell you not this number can't be reached. Mm -hmm. It tells you this number can't be reached because this person fucking hates you and blocks you. Excuse me, your call couldn't come through because you're worthless and no one likes you. Your call couldn't come through because the person you just tried to call fucking hates you. <laughs> but yeah, that's that seems pretty grim. And she seems pretty heartbroken about it, yeah. obviously. So next we get another short scene, this time in class three. That's mm -hmm. Makoto's class. Uh, where Makoto has the phone in his hand on the blocking list, and he seems to be considering whether he should unblock mm -hmm, her, mm -hmm. but doesn't. Yeah. He's just looking at it like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the next one's a little weird, because Sekai shows up, sits next to him. I say use, I use show up too much. Mm. I say show up too much. It's fine, it's fine. Appears. You learn from <laughs> now. Uh, materializes. Materializes. <laughs> Swoops in. Enters, stage right. <laughs> Uh, Sekai appears and says, and <laughs> <laughs> just, just says that Setsuna did something, but just doesn't comment on it any further. Yeah. I mean, he understands it. And then they're just kind of looking at each other. Yeah. And in a way, I feel like they're kind of in the same boat on this one. Mm. Like, they both know that this is kind of fucked up, but they're both not willing to change it. Yeah. They both know that this is kind of fucked up, but they're not willing to change it. School days. <laughs> In this summer, the three guys showed up and noticed that something was really <laughs> fucked up and decided they would change it. <laughs> the three guys. <laughs> so now we're in another gym class. Mm -hmm. Outside this time. This is something I actually wrote something uh, mm -hmm. about because of, again, the weird characterization in this episode. The, yeah, this. What, what did you write down? I wrote down, like, what we have in this scene is Kotonoha sits at the, like, the edge yeah. of the, uh, the field, like in the first episode, which is sort of a callback to that, where Sekai went to her and they talked together, uh, when Sekai was still trying to set Kotonoha up with Makoto, back in the day. Remember yeah. that? In yeah. fucking January, when we made that script. That was almost a year ago, huh? Yeah, it's, that's a bit of a fucking time ago. It was back in the before times. It was back in the before times, before the plague hit. Oh man, can I mention that? No, Plague is okay, I think. YouTube can't demonetize the video. Oh, and take all away, away all that sweet cash I'm making with these episodes yeah. and the YouTube uploads. Mm. <laughs> I have not made a single cent. Please, YouTube, pay me. <laughs> Anyways, she sits at the edge and Setsuna and Sekai sort of come into screen and see her over mm. there. She's sitting there alone. Yeah. Uh, face empty, no thoughts. Yeah. In a fetal position, sitting on the ground. And All Sekai, alone. like, looks at her, like, she feels bad about it. But, but this... Th this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Setsuna's that's what I meant. also there, and she just says, you can't worry about her. And she just nods. They turn around and walk away. Yeah, and that was so fucking weird to me, that Sekai is like, mm-hmm, yeah, I understand. Because this is so fucking weird. This is such a big everything jump. Everything else in this episode. Yeah, it's such a jump. To me, to me, this is like... This is like Star Wars Episode 3. Mm -hmm. It's like from... From Anakin 
is kind of turning to the dark side and she just accidentally killed Mace Windu to, all right, I guess I'm your disciple now. I'm going to murder a bunch of children. So it's exactly like Star Wars episode It's exactly like... <laughs> that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just thought you thought, like... It's like as if in Star Wars Episode 3 that happens. No, oh, that's, that's just what happens. That's not what I meant to say. That's not what I meant to say. Yeah, it's 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 so yeah. out of fucking nowhere. Like, I assume that the scene before where, like, she's there with Makoto and they're, like, contemplating the fucked upness of the situation is sort of set there to set this up. You, but it still comes out of nowhere. Me. You can't worry about her. You cannot show any compassion. Yeah. And this is how it feels. Why would you say something con so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something we can maybe come back to when we talk about the second half of this episode is if this sticks. If Sekai is like genuinely not giving a shit about Kotono anymore at this if point. If there's consistency. If there's consistency, at least at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, because Sekai sure hasn't been consistent this show so far. We have we have one more scene for this one. Mm -hmm. And this one's sad. This one got me for some reason. Mm, okay. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not a good one. So Kotono has on the roof again, alone. Mm -hmm. It's cold. We've This was mentioned before. We didn't say it. but Yeah, it's too before. cold to be on the roof. Yes, it's just cold. Point, She's sitting there all alone. It's windy. And she has her basket there. Yeah, like, like she made lunch for this. She made... And the day before... Probably like she wrote a message to Makoto saying that yeah. can we meet up tomorrow on the move in on the roof, and maybe she thinks that this message still went through and actually expects him to show up there. Mm -hmm. So she's just sitting there alone. Right, with she knows sandwiches. at this point that he's blocked her. Yeah, Oof. this is sad. Yeah, and we see a small shot of Makoto. Yeah, Makoto's sitting somewhere having fun next to probably Sakai. Say, and there's beautiful <laughs> meta text here. Yeah, well. There's beautiful fucking meta text So he here. talks about some video game and how the main character is a loser. Yeah, so ha. the guy in the game is a ha. complete loser. Ha. And there's two ways of interpreting that. And I think that's a good way of ending out this episode. Was that the guy that in the closet that we mentioned? The guy in the <laughs> closet who comes up with these hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, the one guy who's self aware. The one person in the show who's like, I'm gonna get this information out. But there's two ways of interpreting this, uh, in my opinion. There's the one way that is like, it's Makoto. Makoto's a loser. There's the other mm. way, though, which is to talk about game Makoto and anime Makoto differently. When they talk about the guy in the game is such a loser in comparison to the guy in the anime, because the guy in the game only gets with, like, one girl, while the guy in the anime gets to have all the girls. He's so the guy in the game is such a loser. If that's the way it was intended, then, um... Uh, okay. I hate this even more. And yeah, Kotono is just sitting up there and then it starts raining. Mm. And that's where we this cut it off sad. for this, this half of the This episode. is sad. This is sad. Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> Bringing back the old memes. This, um, this anime is kind of hateable. Yeah. I mean, I we haven't, I, I feel like we haven't, I feel like we're giving off the wrong impression by our literary analysis perspective here, which is very value neutral. That this anime isn't sort of disgusting. Very value neutral analysis. <laughs> we wouldn't ever give any judgment about this. I mean, we quality. do give we do give judgment, but we like we we're pretty willing. I feel throughout this podcast to put our best foot forward and yeah. to be like we take the we best skeptical. possible interpretation. Yeah. Only of only what purely we're objective here. here. This is our six video Mauler video. This is this is uh, the Ben Shapiro hour. We talk about facts and logic and nothing else. Did I say six hour? Did I say six video Mauler video? It's also <laughs> six hours. <laughs> it's a six video Mauler video. <laughs> it's a six video Mauler hour. <laughs>
<laughs> Every hour of this podcast is at least 10 hours long. <laughs> Which causes an infinite podcast. Anyway, we try to be as hashtag fair and balanced in this as we can be. As facts and logic as we can be. And to be like very charitable with what they actually intended. But I feel what we need to talk about in this, in this episode is in our analysis of what the game is. And uh, that the game might just be what causes the issues of the anime in a way. Is that maybe everything fucking sucks. Oh, just everything in general? That's not where I was thinking I would go with this, but you know. So, so is your analysis just everything is bad all the time? Maybe, yeah. I mean, you know, we're well, in... Well, podcast done, the problem solved. We're in November of 2020 right now. We're in the second lockdown. Yeah, the author's dead. It's easy. The, we're done. The author's dead. Everything, everything sucks. Everything is bad. Everything just sort of sucks. Hmm. That's not a good point to leave the episode on. What's what's something positive? What's something positive we can say about this half of the episode? What's something that we had fun doing? Uh, we just did a laugh. We just committed a laugh. We laughed a lot before, yeah. We did. We laughed a lot at, in mm. the making of this episode, and that's something nice. Yeah. Maybe that's the uh, leader-grade uh, heavy beer talking out of me. Uh, Maybe that's just the... Just in this depression. Maybe that's the Edeka cider that I drink. <laughs> German brands <laughs> but we're we're still having fun we wouldn't mm. still be doing this if this wasn't still fun and yeah, it's also doing it. it's also like something that we're really like engaged mm. in finishing and I I'm just have to really, like edit this I'm really looking forward <laughs> to it You're the, it's your turn again and it's my turn we, we do this in tandem yeah we do this in tandem I did the last episode he does this episode so yeah the two weeks is a thing yeah. This was three weeks. This now. was three weeks, but we tried like, for two weeks. Uh, you've been pretty busy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, surprising, right? You can't leave the house and you're still this busy. Yeah, it's weird, right? I but think you've been doing job. I've been doing job. I've been doing job. I've been doing uh, having human relationships with people. That, I mean, that takes away a lot of time. I mean, admittedly, human relationships are for losers. And I'm a step ahead because I don't have any. That's true. You're a human computer. Also, I'm like working on the second podcast right now. I've done a few mm. meetings about that with people. Talked through their stuff. It's going to be an actual play podcast. I've talked through some of the people's characters. Yeah, I should do that also because I'm yeah. part of that. Yeah, we should do that uh, too. But... Mm. That's not about this podcast. Yeah. We're going to we're going to leave you on this one. We'll try to be back again in 2 weeks with the second yeah. half of episode 7. Uh we're more than halfway through the anime now. Yeah. We have 12 episodes in total and we're at the ha first half of episode 7, yeah. so we're more than halfway through. So I'm not I'm not that busy now. Mhm. Mm I did just finish a game as a so I was kind of busy as well. Can I do an ad for my thing on this podcast? Yeah, sure, why not? Kay. Punch it out. So I did just do a game. Uh my second game. Uh, as a school project, but it is online. You can play it there. Mm -hmm. It's called Why the Chicken Crossed the Road. It's a it's a two D style. I'd say pretty difficult bullet hell. Mm -hmm. If you like that stuff, uh, if you don't, I made another game earlier this year. It's called Lifeling. It's a horror ish RPG. Mm -hmm. Has self made textures and music in them. Where can people find your games? Uh, on my game jolt. That's Persky. P U R S K Y. Persky. Persky. Dot game jolt. Dot io. Yeah. Dot io. Yeah. I'm also doing fan art sometimes. You can find that on my DeviantArt. That's I'mPerseGuy.DeviantArt.com or on my Twitter. That's Twitter at PerseGuy4. It just I put the 4 in there. I didn't do that. Okay. So if I if I remember, I'm going to put the link to your game jolt into the YouTube description. Do you, you want to advertise some? 
I don't have a lot to advertise. I'll I'll start advertising when I do the other podcast. Mm -hmm. Then I'll tell people where to find that. We're gonna be like last episode. I don't know if you noticed. We didn't put it up on all the platforms we usually do. We only put it up on YouTube. It's probably also gonna be the case for this episode. Uh, but that's not gonna last for all that long. Uh, we'll be back on all of our formats soon, and we'll re-upload all the other episodes there too when we get there. So, always a bit of upkeep. We're done with that now. See you again in two weeks. Yeah. If the author isn't dead yet, we're gonna kill him mm, we'll by the him end next, of this show. We'll get show. him next time, boys. We'll get him next time, boys. Bye-bye. Have a nice bye. two weeks. Bye.